Albright, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. So here we are. Today's Tuesday. It's October 26th of 2021. So today we can celebrate pumpkins. It's National Pumpkin Day. I need to get some pumpkins. I don't have any yet. Yeah, we have how many pumpkins on our front porch? Y'all have like four major pumpkins. Oh my gosh, my wife has found the biggest pumpkins ever. I'm not even sure where she went to get them, but they're gigantic. Yeah, they are big pumpkins. And then she's going to try to tell me, hey, we need to carve these pumpkins. I'm sure Uh, they're thick and difficult to carve through, so I'll let you come over and uh do that. Thanks. Uh, It's also National Mule Day. I I didn't realize this, but a mule is a hybrid. It's a male donkey mixed with a female horse. Did you know that? I think I might have known that. I had a Moscow mule the other day for the first time. I don't know if that's the same kind of mule. It's different. Yeah. It's pretty good, though. I'd never tried that before. Uh, also, National Day of the Deployed Day. So this is going to recognize all the people who are serving our country. So a shout out mm-hmm. to them, those who are deployed overseas. Uh, we appreciate the service that you're giving to our country. Mm-hmm. So things you can celebrate today. One thing I'm not going to celebrate is breakfast. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I typically don't eat breakfast during the week, right? Yeah. But I'm trying to get some calories started earlier in the day with the vision being that I don't have to try to make up as many calories and protein at the end of the day, right? It's kind of like a little thing I'm trying to do. But it's really difficult for me to eat early in the morning. I think I used to like it until I had this job and the way we get up and how oh. early we get up. Number one, we can't eat during the show. No. We don't have time. Right. But like I can, there's no way I could eat at four o'clock. Yeah, so it's like basically I started my my eating at 4.15 this morning, and I started with a protein shake, Mm -hmm. which you know how great those are. Mm. Even the good tasting ones aren't that great. It's not fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then I feel like because of that, I feel like I get bloated early. And then it's oatmeal. I did oatmeal with some um, berries and stuff in it. So you're really full right now. Oh my See, gosh. I don't, I don't want to do, I can't do that. I feel like a turtle trying to get across the road and the car's coming. Here comes the 18 wheeler, as a matter of fact, and I just can't move. Yeah. I'm just sitting here. out of the way. I'm just going to be taking it. Yeah. You know? That's what mm-hmm. I feel like today. So anyway, have you had breakfast? Sometimes I'll have these little things. They're called, I don't know, bevitas. And they're like these little. Bevitas. They're like these little cracker things. It's only just to get something in my stomach, just so I have something. So you can take some medicine and stuff like that? No, no, You never want to medicine. take your medicine on an empty stomach. Thanks, Doc. I'm just, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> can you call me that no. from now on? I think that's a good nickname. You always want to be called doctor without going to school. Well, now that I have glasses, uh-huh. I feel much more like a doctor. Yeah. Let's throw one back on This Day in Country Music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1993. And George Strait had the number one song in country music on this day. Sometimes two people just don't get along. And it's time to hit the road. Goodbye. Goodbye. Farewell. Farewell. So long. Via Conneos. Good luck. I don't know what he's saying. Wish you well. Take it slow. Easy come, girl. Easy go. 1993, it was 28 years ago today. George Strait was at the top of the country charts with Easy Come, Easy Go. 28 years ago. It's King George. We tried to work it out a hundred times. 99, it didn't work. I think it's best we put it all behind 
before we wind up getting hurt. No hard feelings, darling, no regrets. No tears and no broken hearts. Call it quits, calling off all bets. It just wasn't in the cards. Goodbye, goodbye, farewell. So long. Your vocals are on point. Adios, good luck. Wish you well. Wish you well. Take it slow. I mean, it adds so much. George Strait, Easy Come, Easy Go, number one on this day in 1993. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Tuesday morning is here, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip today on Drake. Kiki. Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you. Alright, so here's what's happened with Drake. He turned 35 over the weekend and his manager gave him a gift. And the gift was a pretty expensive gift. And the cool thing is, it's actually something that Drake has long wanted. So Drake's manager gave him a 2007 Rolls Royce Phantom. The vehicle, right? I looked up the the value, like yeah. a 2007 still sells for like over 120000 oh, Okay. which is pretty crazy, right? So the deal is back in 2007, they used to go and they'd rent these Rolls-Royce Phantoms, so it looked like they were rich, and they'd use them for music videos, and when they went out to different events and stuff like that, they couldn't afford to actually have the vehicle, but they'd rent it, and people thought they were rich. And what Drake says is that basically... He felt like that was just a way that if they saw it, they could believe it. They would feel it. They would continue to chase the dream, and that dream would manifest and come true. And now he has that very vehicle that he used to go and rent, which I thought was a very mm-hmm. thoughtful gift idea. So congratulations to Drake on his 2007 Rolls-Royce Phantom. Got you gossip today on The Jonas Brothers. I'm a So the Jonas Brothers have a comedy special that's coming out on Netflix November 23rd. So the show is called Jonas Brothers Family Roast, and Kenan Thompson from SNL is going to be the host. And this is going to put Nick, Kevin, and Joe Jonas in the hot seat as they're going to get roasted by a panel of celebrity guests. So they put out a teaser for the show letting us know what to expect. Here's the Jonas Brothers. Hey, we're the Jonas Brothers, and we have a very exciting announcement for you. Roasted. That's not quite how that works, Joe. We are doing a Jonas Brothers Family Roast. It's a -a one-of-a-kind comedy special that celebrates the universal truth that no one can get under your skin quite like your family. Roasted. You'll see us like you've never seen us before through sketches, songs, games, and special guests. And roasted. All to give us a roasting. You'll never forget. Roasted. Well, the special is hosted by Emmy Award-winning comedian Kenan Thompson. We also have Pete Davidson, Niall Horan, Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias, John Legend, Lily Singh, Jack Whitehall, and and many more. Roasted. You really don't understand how the roasting thing works, do you? 
Roasted. <laughs> Jonas Brothers Family Roast premieres globally on Netflix on November 23rd. Roasted. There That's you fun. go. Yeah, Jonas Brothers Family Roast, hosted by Keenan Thompson, November 23rd on Netflix. All right, so got your gossip today on Neil Patrick Harris, you know, uh, How I Met Your Mother, Doogie Howser. Yeah. So Neil Patrick Harris has celebrated his 1,000th post on Instagram, which is a pretty big deal, right? And he had his kids, his daughter, Harper Grace, and his son, Gideon Scott, in the video. So when you hear the video, Neil basically is there with his kids. They're on both sides of him. And he says, hey, I've done 1,000 posts. And his kids then talk about how, well, that's not great parenting. Get off your phone, Dad. Uh, It's pretty cute stuff from Neil Patrick Harris and his kids. And this is what it sounds like. Okay, guys, I brought you here for a very special announcement. Uh, This is my 1,000th post on Instagram. Stop staring at your phone all the time. Yeah, spend more time with us. (laughs) Stop staring at your phone all the time. Spend more time with us. And the look on his face when the kids walk off the screen, Mm -hmm. it's pretty funny, too. So you can check it out, Neil Patrick Harris on Instagram. And, of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we... Gotcha gossip. Sometimes there's stories that just make you feel good. Ah, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. With Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so imagine going to play the lottery, right? And you're a teenager, you're 19 years old, and you end up doing okay on it. Let me introduce you to 19-year-old Wyatt Close and his buddy Brandon Thompson. They're headed off to work together. They stop at a quick trip store in Lebanon, Tennessee. They bought a lottery ticket. The deal is it's a $30 ticket, so it's kind of an expensive ticket. And they were saying that Brandon Thompson was kind of thinking, well, I don't know if I want to go in on the ticket. Maybe you should just buy it by yourself. In hindsight, uh, he's pretty lucky that they went in together because these two 19-year-olds hit big. They won $3 million (laughs) in the Tennessee lottery. Oh, my goodness. Both of these 19-year-olds plan on using their winnings to put toward their savings accounts, to invest, and to build homes. Again, 19 years old, they just won $3 bucks together. You never know, man. It happens. You hear these stories, and I'm like, why don't I buy more Uh lottery tickets? What if that was me? Can you imagine you're 19 years old, you're going to work, you're you're carpooling together, (laughs) and all of a sudden you win $3 bucks. You're 19 years old. Y'all, that's one of those stories that just makes you feel good. Or maybe a little bit jealous of the 19-year-olds. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. Did you ever watch L.A. Inc.? Uh, I did watch a few episodes of that. So Kat Von D had this tattoo show. And I don't know what happened, but like there was a time in my life where I was completely enthralled with it. I loved it. Yeah. Because you'd see people go in for their first tattoo. They go in for tribute tattoos. They mm-hmm. go for cover-ups and... Is really cool. Well, Kat Von D, who had that store or that shop, is about to close it, uh, which is a pretty wild story to me. It's been open for 14 years. The place is called High Voltage. Uh-huh. But Kat Von D's moving, and she's leaving Los Angeles and moving to Indiana full time. Wow, that's a big jump. Yeah, so I was kind of like, wow, that's kind of interesting. But Kat Von D was super tatted. Do you remember that? She was, yes. And she also has a makeup line out. Oh, she does? Yeah, Kat Von D. She has a really cool makeup line out. But you know something even cooler than all that? What? I've been to that tattoo shop, and I've sat in that chair, that queen chair that she has. I've also gotten a tattoo at that shop. This little tattoo right here, my dad's signature. What? This signature right here on my wrist 
was done, not by Kat Von D, but it was at her um, studio, and a guy that worked with her did this. Really? Yep. So, what were you in Los Angeles for? I went on a cruise out of the port of uh, of L.A. for yeah. um, about 11 years ago, 12 years ago. And that's th- crazy. I found out that that was there. And I was like, that's cool. Because I wanted my dad's signature. He mm-hmm. passed away in 2010. I was like, I'm going to get that. And then when I found that shop, I was like, it was a little bit more expensive. But I was like, how cool is that to say I got a tattoo at Kat Von D's place? What'd you pay for it, you think? Any idea? I'm wanting to say it was like 250 that's not terrible. Yeah. Especially because you got to go in and kind of do the whole, hey, I'm here. This is Yeah, cool. it's LA. And she had a big makeup room, like a huge store connected to it, a big makeup room. And it was really neat. Candles, all kinds of stuff. Did you make the TV show? Uh, no, I don't think I was that interesting. No. Kind of yeah, boring. I was bit. boring. So 250 for the tattoo. Mm-hmm. Was that your first tattoo? Uh, no, Brandon, it wasn't. What did you do it like that for? I'm just asking. I didn't I just, know if that was the first one you got. No, it's not. How many other ones do you have? I have one other one. What is it? I love my mom. No, that's not it. What is it? I love your mom. No, it's not that either. I love my mom too, but what is it? You don't it's have a dolphin, love. Brandon. Really? Mm-hmm. Where is it? On my foot. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Tell everybody Leave where it is. Leave me alone. Tell everybody where the dolphin is. Tell everybody where you got Flipper. On my arm? Nope. <laughs> Lower. <laughs> Leave me alone. She was stamped, y'all. <laughs> Brandon. Geez. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So a 20-year-old woman in Tampa Bay named Brayden is per- is facing charges after assaulting her own mother by hurling tacos at her. They'd been arguing about cleaning the house, and Brayden got angry. So she picked up two tacos and threw them at her mom's head. <laughs> Brayden was in the dining room, and her mom was in the living room on the couch, so it was a pretty decent throw, and it sounds like both tacos hit their mark. Someone called the police who showed up and found little bits of taco all over the place. A police report said that the mom had, quote, food debris all around her couch and on the back of her shirt. Wow. Brayden claimed she threw the tacos out of frustration and didn't mean to hit her mom. (laughs) Obviously, they weren't heavy enough to do any damage, so her mom wasn't hurt, but cops arrested Brayden and charged her with misdemeanor domestic battery. Don't throw tacos at your mom. Domestic battery is bad. Domestic. Sorry. (laughs) You always make fun of me when I say that. She spent the night in jail and got released on a $100 bond. A judge ordered to have her have no contact. Did you say a $100 bond? That's it for throwing tacos? Wow. tacos, I know. A judge ordered her to have no contact with her mom for now. I think she needs to be writing an apology letter. But speaking of throwing tacos in a rage of anger... What did the manager say when the man ate the entire Taco Bell menu? Ooh, I don't know. What did he say? He asked him to get down from the counter. Get it? Like. (laughs) And there's even. Wow, that's like a gut punch right there. (laughs) More proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we are Tuesday morning. Thanks for having us on. I was reading about this Michael Jordan deal. So Michael Jordan memorabilia is huge, right? And it sells for ridiculous amounts of money. I would assume that like the most expensive memorabilia is probably Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. Who else would there be? Yeah. Something from Star Mm -hmm. Wars, maybe? But anyway, Michael Jordan's 1984 Nike Air shoes. 
They've sold for a record-breaking amount at the Sotheby's auction. Okay, so these are the shoes that Michael Jordan wore in the uh, his fifth game with the Chicago Bulls in his rookie season. Wow. So five games in as a pro, which is pretty crazy. The shoes sold for $1.5 bucks. Hmm. And I'm sitting here going, who buys those? Like, not that they're not cool, but who has the money to go and buy somebody's shoes for that much money? Yeah, and you can just walk into somebody's house and they have them sitting in a shadow box. Yeah, or do you do that as an investment and you're doing that to think that maybe one day they'll be worth even more? Maybe, probably both. So the shoes are size 13. They were uh, worn by Michael Jordan during the fifth game against the Denver Nuggets November the 1st of 1984. And they say it's the earliest known regular season pair of Nikes worn by Michael Jordan. That's what makes him so cool. I don't know. It's pretty wild, though. And I'm sitting here thinking like about cool memorabilia because I bet there's people this morning that are listening that have cool stuff. Yeah. Like maybe you found something on eBay. Maybe you went to some type of a deal. I don't know. Maybe you even went through like a consignment store or a flea market. Mm -hmm. You found something that was autographed by somebody. Or maybe you bought something at a concert and you got to go meet the artist or any of those different things. So for you, what would you have that would be like the, the coolest memorabilia type deal? I would say probably I have, I named my uh, son after Kurt Warner, Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I have a relic card of Kurt Warner's um, that basically has a piece of his jersey in it. Um, So I have that, and it's also autographed as well. I wonder how much that's worth. I don't know, but it's not something that I'm going to sell. My my, uh, father-in-law gave it to me. He found it somewhere. That's cool. Yeah. Try to think about what I would have, because like, you know, I've had the chance to get be, be around a lot of mm-hmm. cool people, but sometimes I don't collect this stuff. Yeah. Like we have autographs from, I don't know, like Jason Aldean, Sugarland. Kai had that autograph on the back of his Under Armour shirt. Remember, he went backstage and met Luke Bryan, and uh, he's got this Under Armour shirt on. He says, Luke, sign my shirt. <laughs> and Luke signed the back of his shirt. Oh. Uh, he does have, Kai has the, there's this uh, teddy bear, like they did. Hulk Hogan teddy bears at one point. Maybe if you follow me on social media, you've seen this over the years. But Hulk Hogan sent uh, an autographed one of those teddy bears to Kai. It was like to Kai, Hulk Hogan. That's awesome. Which, you know, Kai was little. So when he got it, I think he might have been under two. He didn't even know what it was. It was just a teddy bear. But for me, as a fan of Hulk Hogan growing up, I was like, that is one of the coolest things. But we're going to post this on social media, and we want to know if you guys have anything cool, something autographed, you know, something that's a, a, memor- a piece of memorabilia that, you know, it's kind of like a prized possession, something yeah. you think is pretty neat. So it's going to go up on our social media right now. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, October the 26th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Annie Adams of Sherwood, who celebrates today. Michael Hughes of Wynn is celebrating. Mike Lewis from Dayton, Arkansas. Happy birthday. Dustin Hart of Paragould. We have Billy Sue Hallman of Truman celebrating. Jesse Epps from Wynn. Amanda Tyler of Jonesboro. Terry Williams in Harrisburg. Aubrey Cole of Paragould turns 14. Chase Hudson. 
of Conway's turning seven today. This is Happy Birthday from Grand Mosser. Happy Birthday, Chase. And Stanley Wallace of Fair Oaks is celebrating as well. This says, from your favorite kid, Jessica. Oh. So happy birthday, Stanley. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy Happy birthday birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. He is now a wrestling superstar. CM Punk is 43. Happy birthday. AEW, man. This is a great wrestling entrance song. If you haven't seen AEW when he comes out, because he didn't wrestle for like seven years and when he made this big comeback and the crowd goes crazy, they're all singing this song at the top of their lungs, almost like they're at the concert. He's coming out, the crowd's fired up. Wow. It's pretty cool. Happy birthday to CM Punk, who turns 43 today. John Heater is 44. He is Napoleon Dynamite. Give me your tots. Seth MacFarlane is 48. Of course, he's the creator of Family Guy and does all the voices. Peter, Stewie, Brian, and Quagmire. Dylan McDermott is 60. He's an American Horror Story and The Practice. Rita Wilson is 65 today. She's an actress and also Mrs. Tom Hanks. Keith Strickland from the B-52s is 68 today. I got me a Chrysler and it's about 20. So come and bring your shoebox money. Happy birthday to Keith Strickland of the B-52s, who's 68 today. Happy birthday to Hillary Clinton, who is 74. Pat Sajak, happy birthday. Will of Fortune host is 75 today. Oh, my goodness. He's still on there. Oh, that was Nana's favorite. She Mm -hmm. loved that TV show. Pat Sajak, 75. And happy birthday today to Keith Urban, who's 54. We ain't got much now. We're just starting now. But I know somehow. Uh, do you realize that he has like a ton of hits? I mean, like tons of. You could be a blackbird on my country street, hiding from the world with a broken wing, but you better believe you're gonna fly with me. Happy birthday to Keith Urban, who's 54 today. I don't need to. Happy birthday, Keith Urban. I mean, we could just go on and play like a ton of And the
Keith Urban celebrating today. Happy birthday, Keith. Days go by. I can feel it flying like a hand out the window in the wind. The cars go by. It's all we've been given. So you better start living right now. Days go by. Take your records, take your freedom. Take your memories, I don't need them. Take your space and take your reasons. And of course, Keith Urban has a new song out. This goes out to the drifters and all the dreamers ready to fly. It's called Wild Hearts. All those wannabe rock stars lifting their guitars and painting the sky. Can you hear me? All you lost ones who aren't really lost ones keep shouting you lie. This goes out to the wild. We just got a birthday called in. Happy birthday to Skylar Madison Sox, 15 years old in Stuttgart. Hope you have a great day today. Has anyone ever told you you'll never mount to anything? You're just wasting your time chasing the tail of a dragon. Skylar celebrating with Keith Urban. If you got the heart and the passion and a godlet fire inside, this goes out to the drifters and all of the dreamers ready to fly. All those wannabe rock stars lifting their guitars and painting the sky. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Keith Urban, who turns 54 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, get up. Let's do Tuesday morning. It is October the 26th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Luke Bryan. Up in the sky, there's a guy. So Luke Bryan and his sons were on their way to do some hunting near Columbia, Tennessee, when he saw a woman on the side of the road with a flat tire. So he did what any any of us would do, right? He pulled over and he got to work. So the cops. <laughs> right. You would have called the cops? I'd, hey, somebody come help her. Uh, oh. Just in case it was a setup, you know, like somebody was setting somebody up. A woman. Okay, I got gotcha. you. No, a lot of times like you get a little pretty girl over there and it's a setup because then some dude's going to jump out at you and she's real pretty. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to help the pretty girl because she looks like she needs help. And then. Did you watch a certain movie last night? Then there's a guy there that's going to get you. Like, you talking to my girl? And I'm like, no, I was trying to help. Okay, so Brandon's not going to pull over, but Luke Bryan did. The woman's name is Courtney Potts, and she posted a video of Luke. He's like on his knees on the pavement, and he's twisting the tire iron. So Courtney said she did a double take, and as soon as she heard his voice, she knew it was him. She said, I didn't even have time to be in shock because he's like 
look, we really need to get you out of this road because I almost hit you. (laughs) She said another person pulled over to help, and the whole thing took about 30 minutes. But Courtney said Luke was just a humble guy, and she told her mom, she was like, Mom, he almost went into dad mode. Like, hey, let's do this. Let's get it done. You know, and uh, so she just said he was was awesome. And what a cool experience. Luke Uh, Bryan, like a modern-day hero. That's awesome. All right, country music news today on Garth Brooks. So bring me to All right, so we told you Garth Brooks had two shows scheduled for the rhyme on November 19th and 20th, and when those shows went on sale, they pretty much sold out right off the bat. So Garth went out and uh, worked with the Ryman and the Grand Ole Opry House to partner for another new date. This one's going to be November the 18th. At the Grand Ole Opry House, Garth Brooks Live. It's going to be called Garth, the Opry House, and You. So the deal behind this is it's going to be Garth on the stage. He's going to tell stories behind his songs, all of those hits, and then he's going to play the songs for the fans. Tickets go on sale Friday morning at 10. Uh, Ticket cost is $2.50, and there's a four-ticket limit. But it's Garth Brooks headed to the Grand Ole Opry House November the 18th. We have country music news today on Matt Stell. So Arkansas's Matt Stell stopped by the Late Show with Stephen Colbert to perform his newest single. The song is called That Ain't Me No More. Here's Matt Stell. I used to drink till I got drunk. My fuse was short and my guard was up. I'd start a fight, I'd slam a door. But that ain't me no more. Yeah, I was number one on my list. I never come back because I missed. I ain't proud of who was before. But that ain't me no more. Yeah, I turned it on around. But she's over the moon right now. Cause somebody's got her in their shirt. Somebody's texting her at work. Somebody's got a picture on their dad. Somebody's going fishing with her dad. She's let some lucky someone see that knock your dead dress at the floor. She found the one and it's cute. Cause that ain't me no more. It's Matt Stell. It's called That Ain't Me No More. And you can check out the full performance. We have it up on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog. That's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is October 26th, and today in pop culture, in 1984, it was a big day for Arnold Schwarzenegger because The Terminator hit movie theaters today in 1984. What does he say, Kelly? I'll be back. Hasta la vista, baby. Anything else? Adios. It's not a tumor. <laughs> oh, it's that, not a tumor. Oh, wrong movie. That was Kindergarten Cop, but... <clears throat> That's what I said. I said he did that in Kindergarten Cop. Uh-huh. That's what I said. Uh-huh. Today in pop culture in 1985, Whitney Houston scored her yes. very first number one song with this one. Because tonight is a night for feeling all right. We'll be making love the whole night Whitney Houston from 1985. 
So today in pop culture in 1992, Pearl Jam set a new record for first week sales when their album Versus went on sale. It sold 950,000 copies in the first week, and it featured this one. Don't call me Today in pop culture in 1993, this is kind of crazy. Michael Jackson was awarded a patent for the system that allowed him to kind of lean at what they call an unnatural angle. So if you remember the video, like for in the performances of Smooth Criminal, I didn't realize this, but they were gimmicked. Did you know that? Really? I thought that was really his lean. So Michael Jackson and the dancers had special shoes. They would insert uh, like these pegs and they would had them. They had them set up on stage. So he would lean and it looked like he was leaning. Wow. But it was kind of a gimmick. Anyway, the uh, patent was awarded to Michael Jackson back in 1993. Today in pop culture in the year 2000, we have news on Garth Brooks. She had a need to feel the thunder, to chase the lightning from the sky. All right, so Garth announced his plans to retire from touring. Uh, that was back in 2000. We know how that worked out. But Garth, they say he was celebrating the certification of 100 million album sales, which is crazy. Today in pop culture in 2002, Jessica Simpson married Nick Lachey. And of course, that gave us newlyweds. If you're new to the show, I have my photo taken with Jessica Simpson, and it's a heck of a story where my wife accuses me of ditching her to go meet Jessica. Guys, it's a hundred percent true. You can find it on the podcast. <laughs> uh, today in pop culture in 2004, Sugarland put out their debut album. It was called Twice the Speed of Life, and it featured this one. There's gotta be something more. Gotta be more than this. Also on Sugarland's first album was this one. Dear mom and dad, please send money. I'm so broke that it ain't funny. Well, I don't need much, just enough to get me through. All right. Please don't worry, cause I'm alright. See, I'm playing here at the bar tonight. Well, this time I'm gonna make our dreams come true. Well, I love you more than anything in the world. Today in pop culture in 2006, there was a big CMT Giants special. It was the first ever CMT Giants where the honoree was Reba McIntyre. At the end of Giants, well, she took the stand. Red hair, red dress, a little fancy from CMT Giants back in 2006. It's Reba. Well, I remember it all very well. Looking back, it was the summer I turned 18 
We lived in a one-room rundown shack on the outskirts of New Orleans. We didn't have money for food or rent, to say the least we were hard-pressed. The mama spin ever last penny, we had to buy me a dancing dress. She's awesome. Well, mama watched me comb to curl my hair, she painted my eyes a little And then I stepped into a satin dancing dress, I had a split from the side, clean up to my hips. It was red, velvet trimming, and it fit me good. And standing back from the looking glass, there stood a woman where I had to Come on, read She said, Here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. She said, Here's your one chance, fancy, don't All right, she's awesome. You see that live performance, how great she is at like engaging the crowd? Anyway, Reba actually is going to play at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock on February the 5th. So it's Reba Live, which should be pretty cool. Anyway, today is October the 26th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so Halloween's coming up this weekend. What day is it? Is it actually Sunday, I think? I think it's Sunday, but I believe here... Where we are, we're going to do Saturday. I think it's Saturday night trick-or-treating. I think a lot of people do that across the state. So anyway, Halloween's coming up on Sunday. So the big question is going to be, at least in my house, is like at what age uh, are you too old to trick-or-treat? Because like Kai wants a costume, but I don't know that he wants to go door-to-door anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to Leslie about it. I'm like, I don't even know like what would we do otherwise? Because... Since we've been parents, it's been all about taking your kids trick or treating and getting the candy and you know whether the whether it's cold or rainy or warm mm-hmm. or whatever you're out there doing that thing and like outside of that, what do we do? I know. And like, do we just stay home and eat candy or do we? I mean, <laughs> and if he gets a costume and we don't trick or treat, where does he wear the costume? It's weird, isn't it? Like that doesn't make any sense. So I was reading this thing because I was interested to see like what other people thought, right? And they say the most common age where people think uh, you're too old to trick or treat is 12. And guess how old Kai is? Well, he's just he just turned 12. So technically, he's almost still 11. I don't know about technically, but <laughs> you could probably bend the the rules for him. Yeah, but he's tall for 12 too. He like is he's tall. a big 12 year old. Mm-hmm. So in a mask, he might look like he's 14. Well, here's the thing. If people come to my house to trick-or-treat, it never bothers me if the kid's tall or if the kid looks older or whatever. If you're in a costume and, and you're you're participating in Halloween, great. I'm going to give you some candy. But if you come up to my door and you are a late teenager mm-hmm. or you are an adult and you don't have a costume on, yeah. do not hold a bag up for candy. Okay. That really bothers me. <laughs> If, listen, if wow. you're going to be an adult or, or an older Sorry. teenager, at least dress up. Sure. Because number one, you're too old. But you think so? Yes. So so you think 12's too old? No. Is What what age do you think your kids, or do they still trick-or-treat? I, I think it depends answer. on the kid. N- none of mine do. Nobody? Mm-mm. What age do you think they stop? I probably, probably Kurt, I would say maybe around Kai's age, he was kind of like, his interest was, like he still wanted to eat candy, but he was like, I don't want to go. Walk door to door to get it. He didn't want to have to work for it. <laughs> well, and then at he, twelve. And then my son wasn't a big. He didn't dress up a lot. Like he didn't like dressing up for for spirit days or any of those kind of days at school. So yeah. for Halloween, it's almost like I had to. Hey, let's do this. 
He really didn't care. So it kind of became more of a thing for you than for him. I think sometimes it is a little bit more about the parents and pictures than it is about the kid. Oh, gosh. I forgot about the pictures. You almost have to do something. Yeah. If he gets a costume, you have to take a picture. So do you think I'm too old to trick or treat? Is 44 too old for that? Would you have, you could have, you could be a football player. Uh, You could be a Um, a junior high football player trick or treating. And I would never know if you put a mask on. What I was thinking, because like with my height and stuff like that, maybe if I just got a, a, like I was a ghost, they would never know. So I could go get the, if Kai doesn't want to trick or treat, I could just go as a ghost. A ghost. Leslie could act like my mother and I could be a ghost and I'll hold her hand and say, mommy, mommy. And then I'll walk up there and say, trick or treat. Are you are you thinking of Drew Barrymore and ET when she's the goat when uh, ET is the ghost and they oh, walk ET around in the ghost thing because that's exactly what you just and you're described. you're thinking I look a little like the height of ET. <laughs> well, the way he kind of wobbles, you yeah. know. And he's, oh, thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Is that a, is, is it? Does it sound good if I do trick or treat? Let me I, practice. Yeah, I think you could sound. Oh, I probably don't need to sound like I'm that young though if I'm this height. I don't know. What age should I sound? Like 12? What would a 12-year-old sound like? Well, Kai's voice has started to change, so you don't have to go Minnie Mouse on this. What's up, Dad? What's up? I don't know if you'd call the people Dad. No, I wouldn't. I'm saying that's what Kai says to me. He wouldn't say that to the person. Let's practice. Here, let me me get the candy. All right, ready? That's a cracker. Nobody wants a cracker. Listen, this is candy. Oh, hello. Darling, we have trick-or-treaters. Trick-or-treat. Hello? Trick-or-treat. Excuse me, how old are you? <laughs> 44. <laughs> okay. I'd have to work on that voice thing a little bit, I think. How old is too old to trick or treat? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the top five songs of the last 24 hours. It's Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Most wanted. Number five. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three shots of whiskey. Are you on your way? Tipsy baby, come kiss me. I can't wait. Kane Brown. Kane Brown sitting at number five today. Number four. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, I'll never be 23 with anyone but you. You can marry who you want, go back to Tennessee, but you'll never be 23 with anyone but you. Sam Hunt, 23, number four today. Number three. Walker Hayes sitting at number three today. Number two. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my sunburned Silverado. Like a heartbroken desperado. Morgan Wallen at number two. Number one. If I didn't love you, I'd be good by now. I'd be better than barely getting by somehow. Yeah, it would be easy not to miss you. Wonder about who's with you. Turn the 
Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood. If I didn't love you. If I didn't love you is the number one most wanted song over the last 24 hours on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I'm known for a lot of things. You know that I'm known for a lot of things. Are you? So, you know, some people know me from wrestling radio. Some people mm-hmm. know me from Arkansas State. Some people know me from being bald. Some people know me for having tattoos. Some people, I don't know. All these different things. I'm, I'm launching off into something different, a new space. You know how, like, you have side hustles and things like that? I think I'm going to start a new side hustle where I start personal training people. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to teach them exercise. And- yeah, you're going to teach them exercise. <laughs> That's what I was kind of thinking would be a good. But that's one. pretty. That's that's all encompassing. Yeah. I would say. Do you have to be a professional to do that? Do I have to go to school to teach exercise? Yes. There's a. There's what a if I'm of- very upfront about the fact that I did not go to school for it? Well, I'm sure if you make them sign something, that it would be fine. But like a waiver. A waiver saying you really don't know what you're doing, but to work out with you. <laughs> Hang on. What do you mean I don't know what I'm doing? I think I've learned it. I just haven't passed any tests about it. Okay. It's the same thing that somebody who went to school would would do. Mm-hmm. They would learn it, and then they'd pass a test. I just haven't taken a test. Gotcha. Okay. Because I'm not an official program. I've started personal training, though, and I wanted to call my first client, and I'll allow you to figure out how my training session went. <laughs> All right? I have a bad feeling. Why do you have a bad feeling? There's no sense in having a bad feeling about my personal training abilities. Well, depending on who answers the phone. I'm pretty good at it. I've done an okay job since I saw myself on the Weather Channel at Fixing Myself. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Leslie. Hey, Kelly. Let me get to the point instead of this, the niceties. We get excited to hear each other. That's great. Y'all see each other Mm -hmm. all the time now. I'm disgusted by it. Okay. Um, okay. What? What is it? You're disgusted. I am a little bit. Uh, so anyway, I, I wanted to call you today and check in on you on your physical status because I am now your personal trainer. Wow. He just personal did this. Trainer. So as your personal trainer, mm. how would you rate my skills? Um, uh, 10 out of 10, babe. See? 10 out of 10. I told you, I don't have to go to school to be a personal trainer. She wants you to cook her dinner tonight. Oh. <laughs> oh, she went out and bought dinner last night. I just went to the store on Sunday. She wanted to buy dinner because anyway, we worked out too late. What time did I finish the, the exercise? Like eight. It Leslie, was late. I need you to tell me about your personal trainer. Yeah. How awesome am I at it? I'm better than I used to be. You really are better than you used to be. I've learned a lot yeah. because when I get bored at night, I start studying. I watch videos. And Leslie, what are those videos called? Mind pump. Mind pump. There's a free plug mm-hmm. for my mind pump, friends. <laughs> so Isn't anybody, it sad that I know that? Yeah. So if anybody else watches the mind pump videos, let them know I'm, I'm talking about them on the radio. Maybe I'll get some free programming. I like to wow. get maybe MAPS anabolic or something oh like that. Oh, my gosh. MAPS aesthetic. Does he try to say those words when he's training you? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, no, here's the deal. look at him like, All right, really? Leslie. That was aerobic. Now we must do anaerobic. Well, I'm teaching her proper movements and stuff because there were you some. You act like I've never worked out a day in my life, though. So. Well, the way you were doing some movements, it act, you were acting like you hadn't. Oh. I'm just going to say we've both worked out wrong for a long time. 
And we've both well, done it wrong because you think eh, I can get into all these different details. Stuff I've learned from my mind pump friends mm-hmm. is the fact that I don't need to cut my calories too far to the, because then my exercise is impacted yeah. by that. So anyway, the thing was at, tell Kelly mm-hmm. how I was able to motivate you to get up because I'll just tell you when we were about to start this, she didn't want to do it. She, and she, she it was like six. Right. At night. But that was, yes. But this is the problem. This is typically when you say, oh, I'll just do it another day. I don't feel like it. I'm getting tired. And what did yeah. I say? No. Get your butt up. You're coming out here. You're not stopping on day one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I think if I were a personal trainer, I'd talk to clients. Yeah, I don't like, have no clients. Yeah. You, you stop right now. Stop making excuses. Stop being weak mm-hmm. and get out here and do your exercise. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. maybe you're only going to have two clients. Who would the other client be? Your Kelly. son. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kelly, do you want me to – will you be my second client? Uh, no. You can be my second client. Uh, Give me six weeks. If I can change your body, then you pay me. Okay. All right. Six weeks. Six weeks. Wait, do I have to pay you? Yes, you do. You know, he told me. I don't even want to know. I'm really, I'm tired. I want to stop. And he was like, you'll thank me in six months. I'm like, thanks a lot. Oh my God. That's right, man. I know what I'm doing now. I'm a personal trainer. With no credentials. I have plenty of credentials. Arkansas State football credentials. No. Wow. Basketball credentials. I just have no workout credentials. (laughs) All the time. Anybody else want me to train them? I can even oh, do it wow. digitally if you would like. Digitally. I don't know why everything I say is a joke to you guys. I got to go, Leslie. Get ready hey, to hey, do guess s- what? what? I even kissed my personal trainer. <gasps> Uh-oh. <laughs> On the cheek. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds much more romantic than it is. All right. Okay. okay. I got to go. I got to go. You call right. me. What are you even doing? I'm, I'm drinking my coffee and about to start school. What oh. are you doing? I got to go. Okay. <laughs> She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know U.S. mail was actually delivered twice a day until April 17th, 1950? Oh, wow. Can you imagine the amount of work? A lot of walking. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Did you? I'm wondering if they walked more back then. Like on Andy Griffith, yeah. I think they did have to walk mm-hmm. more. I want, and Andy was pretty much typical of the rest of the country. So. Yeah, you're right. Um, did you know the state that manufactures the most guns is New Hampshire? It's followed by Missouri, Florida, North Carolina, and Mississippi. Shout out. How about that? And did you know one quarter of all your bones are located in your feet? There are 26 bones in your foot. That's 52 bones in both feet. Hmm. Out of 206 bones in your whole body... That is 25%. So. I wonder if I have all my bones. You might. You should. I think so. Okay. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So I was going back and I was looking through some of the things that people say that they have as far as like memorabilia and collectibles. Mm-hmm. This is brought up because uh, Michael Jordan, there was some Nike shoes that he wore in his fifth uh, ever NBA game as a Chicago Bull, his rookie season. Uh, the shoes sold for $1.5 bucks, right? So Kelly brings up the fact that she has a signed Kurt Warner relic card with a piece of his jersey. I have this autographed Hulk Hogan teddy bear. So we put it up on social media to see what you guys say that you have that's kind of cool that maybe Kelly will buy from you. 
Yes, of course. All right. So Chrissy and Casey Conley say, I have a Steve Holy signed teddy bear. I pulled a Topps relic car. Oh, we'll stop there because she has more. All right. So Steve Holy. Yeah. Good morning, beautiful. How was your night? That's Steve Holy. More Steve Holy. I got a brand new girlfriend. A Steve Holy signed teddy bear. All right. That's one thing. Also pulled a Topps relic card of Elvis leather jacket from his 68 comeback special. That's pretty cool right there. And also they say that they have an autographed photo of Kenny Chesney. We sang Bobby McGee on the hood of my car. Baby, we shone every star. In that clear September sky. All right, so Lori Cartwright says her most loved thing is a concert T-shirt from Rick Springfield. You know I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Oh! I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Where can I find a woman like that, like Jesse's girl? Lori also has an autographed photo of Kato Kalin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy that... Oh, wow. Okay. House guest. Yeah. Weird, odd fact for her to say that. I actually, my first ever radio broadcast, broadcast I ever went to was because uh, Kato Kalen was at a liquor store. <laughs> and I went there to get a, a t-shirt from a wow. station that was called Young Country in Dallas. So uh, Lori also says she has a number of books autographed by John Grisham. That's oh, really cool. That is cool. Uh, Crystal Shelley says the best is an autographed photo of Martina McBride. So Crystal says she also has a note from Doug Stone. I did like some Doug Stone. He says he wants her, can't live without her. Why didn't I think of that? I've been watching every move. It could have been different somehow. If I know what I know now. Aaron says, it's pretty cool right here. A Hulk Hogan signed belt. What? That's awesome. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. Meg Holmes says... Let's see a college football national championship picture from Alabama signed by Nick Saban. What? That's crazy. One of the, I didn't think about this earlier. I've actually stolen something out of Coach Butch Jones's <laughs> office. I have a national championship watch I stole from his don't, office. Don't tell people that. Don't tell the coach I stole his championship. They might actually stuff. come after you. I didn't really steal it. It's just a joke. Or is it? <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there was a deal I was reading this morning that was talking about how uh, a lot of people think the age of 12 is kind of like the cutoff age for trick-or-treating. And oddly enough, Kai, my son, is 12 this year. And he's kind of non-committal, even though he was a little bit non-committal last year and then he went trick-or-treating. 
I don't know that he wants to this year. And as a parent, you're like, golly, I still want my kid to want to do kid things. I think Halloween is basically for the parents sometimes. You know, we want to see our kids dressed up and cute and take pictures and see them happy and get all that candy that they like. Yeah, put them to bed early and go through their candy bag and take your <laughs> right. favorites. It's one of my favorite things about it. I mean, why is Halloween so fun like that? We we worry so much about the candy as if we can't just go buy the candy. Right. I don't know why it's like that, but I, it is. I would rather walk around in 30-degree weather than to go to the <laughs> store and buy the candy. Right. I actually probably would rather do that. Yeah. Save Most me, kids, too. Save me some cash. Mm-hmm. So, okay, uh, we were asking on social media, what age do you think is kind of like the cutoff? For trick-or-treating. I know everybody's going to have different opinions. So what are we seeing? Yeah, it's all over the place. So Leslie Fair says, I think my nephew and niece stopped trick-or-treating around 13-ish, but my nephew still put on Michael Myers costume until he was 16 and just would walk around and scare children and adults. Which I love that, especially adults that do that. Um, Oh, yeah, I'd love to be scared by adults. That is the best. It's one of my favorite things is to have somebody (laughs) scare me. Rachel says, I think it depends on the kiddo. I think I stopped around 13. And that's true. You know your kids. Some kids don't mature until a certain age or or maybe, I don't know, maybe they mature. Maybe Kai's kind of, your son's kind of like, Dad, I'm 12. I'm I'm grown. I'm a big boy now. Yeah, it just kind of yeah. depends on the kid. Let's see. Ruth Cornish says, if they dress up and want to join for the fun, then go for it. Hey, if parents can hold buckets for three-month-old babies, I say teens are welcome to trick-or-treat as well. And I agree with Ruth. As long as oh, here we go. they are participating here in Halloween. They're not just in their street clothes she's so, holding out a bag. She's so fired up. I can't handle that. Kelly's had a bad experience with adult trick-or-treaters, yes. I guess. There was one Halloween that really got me. All right, all right. Calm down, boss. Yeah, I know. Okay. Here's the deal. You can go to our Facebook page and you can weigh in as well. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear about my newest business venture. I've launched, I'm I'm considering launching something different, an extension of my brand and business. Mm -hmm. And you already have one client, correct? I do have a client Mm -hmm. um, and you can find out more about uh, my new adventure. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And really, I'm not worried about the credentials yet. Right. Let's see if I can get it to take off before I really invest. (laughs) Wow. We also talk about the age where uh, kids kind of stop trick-or-treating and uh, merchandise, celebrity merchandise, like memorabilia. What do you have? It's kind of a fun thing. And we base that on this uh, Michael Jordan, these Michael Jordan shoes that sold for $1.5 bucks. So all of that on the podcast. It is the Brandon, uh, Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? Oh, wow. It's this time already. Game one of the World Series. The Houston Astros host the Atlanta Braves. Yep. The Bachelorette. The Voice Part 2 of The Knockouts is on tonight. Tonight's schedule also includes DC Stargirl, Supergirl, Chucky, American Crime Story, Queens, and New Amsterdam. And then on tonight's late, t- uh, late night talk shows on Stephen Colbert, Gabby Barrett. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.